The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is DFS simplified. All you have to do is pick your favorite player over and under Sakashian. Head over to PricePicks.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Ross brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. Ross brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Friday, December 10th, 1031 on the East Coast, here to break down the NBA Friday night schedule. And joining me, as usual, on the NBA Gambling Podcast, my esteemed co-host, Terrell Furman. Terrell, how are you feeling today, bud? Uh, Feeling like money cashing another... uh, Bonus dogs count, just so people know. Bonus dogs count. So cashing another uh, plus 200 dog out here, feels it feels pretty good. It feels pretty good. Uh, shout out to Team Canada. You know, yeah. much love. <laughs> much love. Team Canada had a really big week. Lou Dort and uh, SGA got the dub on the road against Toronto. RJ Barrett put up a 30 piece. Like we Team Canada's had a very, very good week. That is true. Yeah, we we talked about that on on the Wednesday episode of of uh SGA and Dort going up to Toronto, returning back to the country where they were born in Canada, and they put on an absolute show. I think I texted you after the game was over that those two guys just absolutely balled out uh for the Oklahoma City Thunder. They got the outright victory, I think, 110 to 108 um, over the Toronto Raptors. Uh, Terrell, let's start with this. Why don't we start recapping our picks? I don't think I've done a good job of, of going in that direction on our show um, to recap our picks. Um, like you said, we hit the bonus uh, dog that you gave out with the Oklahoma City Thunder over the Toronto Raptors. Um, and if you if you played the lock too, because I made it my bonus lock and dog. So if you played that seven and a half, you cashed double. You yeah. cashed that seven and a half, and then you cashed on that uh, that uh, two seventy money line. I think it was. Yeah, Toronto at home this year. I don't know what's going on with them, man. It's it's because they haven't been there. They haven't been there in a year. Like yeah. think about it. They're the only team that hasn't played in their home stadium in a year. 
it's yeah. been a year since they played there. Like, you know, at just as they're getting used to shooting on that Tampa in that Tampa gym, mm-hmm. they're, you know, finishing up the season, coming back and then going back and trying to, you know, get the feel and get the feeling again for uh, Toronto because not really it's been more than a year. It's been almost two years to yeah. be honest, because they got cut short last season. Mm-hmm. And then, so they went throughout the whole bubble without playing there. Then they had that go that whole next rest of that year without playing there because of the uh, COVID laws in Toronto. And yeah. now they're just now getting back there. They're just now getting a feel for things. Like I don't think that they're used to it. I really don't. Yeah. I think Toronto or sorry, Canada came out and said, I think, I don't know if it's starting very soon, December 15th or the first of the year, that if you're going to be playing any sport in Canada, you have to be vaccinated to play in uh, Canada, whether it's Toronto for basketball or uh, hockey, uh, all the hockey arenas that they have with the U.S. teams traveling up there. So definitely something to keep an eye on. Yeah, Toronto is 10, uh, sorry, 3 and 10 against the spread at home so far this season. So I think we probably need to continue fading them until we start see them uh, start seeing them turn it around. But you also locked up the Denver Nuggets on uh, Wednesday, Terrell. How did that one turn out? Oh, cash. Uh, nothing. What did they, did they, matter of fact, did they cover that? Yeah, they covered they it in overtime. Late. Yeah, they covered it late. Yeah, they covered it late. It was a sweat. It was definitely a sweat. Didn't think that, you know, um, the Pelicans would push them that far, but the Pelicans are different at home. The Pelicans are a lot more competitive when they play at home and they get up for certain teams. And I think they, um, watching them recently, they start to get up for these these powerhouses in the West. Like they really start to get up for those games and go play those games. So yeah, something to uh, consider when you're getting a little bit more points. But uh, that line was sitting at two and a half for a while. Then it creeped up to two, and then right before the game, it hit. Um, I mean, it, it was sitting at one and a half for a while, and then it wow. creeped up to two, and then right before the game, it hit two and a half. Uh, so you know, most of most of that game, you basically got you know Denver at a pick. Yeah. So I'm I'm all over that. I'm all over that against the Pelicans. Yeah, Jokic finished up with a triple-double in that game, 39 points, 11 rebounds, 11 assists. Barton chipped in 20. So those two guys combined uh, pretty much had half of the uh, points there for uh, the Denver Nuggets. And then your dog was uh, the Orlando Magic for that night, Terrell? Yeah, it was. Um, that didn't go too well. Didn't go too well. They didn't even finish with the cover. Um, they just just won't prepare. The Kings were able to pull that one out late, and you know, stretch that lead and get get really away from. They the matchup kept bringing it in close. They kept getting in close, but they ended up uh, pushing them too far. And um, I actually cashed on that game. I had Franz Wagner over his points prop. He hit that at the last second, so that was pretty yeah. dope. Yeah, this was uh, probably one of the highest scoring games on the leagues so far this season. We've talked about a lot of the unders. Uh, this season so far, but this game ended 142-130 in regulation. Sacramento mm-hmm. was able to score 32 or more points in every single quarter, as well as the Orlando Magic were, but they only stumbled in that third quarter where they only scored 25, and that was pretty much the difference in this game that Sacramento won that game, or sorry, won that game in that third quarter, 34-25 and, and won the game by 12. Um, for myself, I had locked up the Cleveland Cavaliers that night on Wednesday against the uh, Chicago Bulls where they won that game comfortably 115-92. Yeah. Uh Evan Mobley Easy man, money. Evan Mobley had a fantastic game. 24 sorry, 16 points, 9 rebounds. Jared Allen did his thing, 13 points, 12 rebounds. And uh Darius Garland, pretty great game for him also. 24 points, uh dished out six assists and also grabbed three rebounds. So that was 
pretty much sweat free there for my dog. I had the Charlotte Hornets that night, <clears throat> the opportunities again, this game, they had the opportunities again to pull this out um, against uh-huh. the, um, the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, they covered the number, but they didn't get the outright victory there. Um, this, if you watch this game, there was a lot of fluky calls uh, going on in this game. A lot of technicals that were being handed out to guys like Miles Bridges. And I think um, somebody else in their lineup picked one up also. I forgot who it was, but it, the Sixers pulled it out there 110-106 in that game. Joel Embiid had another great night, 32 points, 8 rebounds. Uh, and then Seth Curry also 23 points, 4 rebounds, and 8 assists for the Philadelphia 76ers. So, not too bad of a night for us on Wednesday night. I know we had a rough Monday. No, no, we cashed. We cashed. Yeah. We cashed, except me and I'm missing the magic. We cashed everything. Yeah. Uh, if you played that, if you played that, um, that Hornet spread mm-hmm. along with the money line, as yeah. you know, I recommend you always do. Like, mm-hmm. always, if you play in that money line, play the spread and, you know, just get something back if that money line don't hit. Get a yeah. little something back and a little extra on top. Uh, the money line is just, you know, niceties and all that. But so cash that money, uh, cash that money line play for the bonus dog and the spread play cash your both your spread plays cash my lot. Yep. Miss the dog. Like that's a pretty good day. Yeah. Bounce back day for sure. After the Monday that we had. So hopefully we can continue that tonight on the Friday night schedule. Uh, before we get into the games, real one more thing that we do want to cover is the uh, birthdays. And I texted you on uh, Wednesday. I think it was like Wednesday night. It was Josh Christopher's birthday. And I think a lot of people don't know who Josh Christopher is, but he's the Rockets draft pick from this year in the past draft. It was his birthday on Wednesday. And he finished up in that game. He played 23 minutes, finished up with 18 points. He went seven of seven from the field, including four of four from three point land. So we're on to something here, Terrell. Yeah, I told you. I told you. It's a valid <laughs> handicap. Like it's a, it's not too often that somebody doesn't go off on their birthday. Um, today, not yeah. really uh, anything to really worry about. Okay. Uh, Dion Waiters, don't know where he's at. Happy birthday, Dion Waiters. Yeah. And happy birthday to Taco Fall. Oh, yes. Taco Fall's birthday today. Um, there you go. Don't know how much we expect to see of him, but it is Taco Fall's birthday. So very interesting. Uh, and then just to go over some uh, some birthdays throughout the weekend, because, you know, we only do Monday, Wednesday, Friday for right now. So yep. uh, to finish, round out some birthdays for the weekend, we have – Malcolm Brogdon, whose Ooh. birthday is tomorrow. Okay. So they uh, play the uh, Mavericks tonight. Malcolm Brogdon's birthday is tomorrow. So we have him on a Saturday. Sunday, we are clear. Okay. And, and we'll then, be back Monday. Yeah, we'll be back on Monday. So, but that that's a little look ahead. Uh, so Malcolm Brogdon does have a birthday tomorrow. All right, we'll, we'll get to his player props when we get to that uh, the Dallas Mavericks and the Indiana Pacers game um, as we handicap the Friday night schedule. Uh, try anything else we may have missed over the last two days. I don't. I didn't see any major news that came down um, as far as trade rumors or anything like that in the NBA. Did you see anything? Yeah. Um, Rick Carlisle and uh, uh, um, what's, it, um, what's his name? Uh, Raptors uh, president. Uh, Masai Ujiri, um, Ruji, yeah, Ujiri, yeah. yeah. Um, both of them, both of them test positive for COVID, and the Raptors and the 
Pacers canceled practice. Oh yeah, uh, yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, both of them canceled practice out of abundance of caution yesterday. Rick Carlisle will not be coaching tonight, and uh, of course, um, Urgy is not uh, with the team right now. Yeah, and so yeah, that that's pre- I think that that's pretty pretty solid news. You know, you know, you start to get into a rhythm, you start to get into a system, and from how the Raptors are playing at home, they need all the practice time they can get on that gym. So. Uh, I think that that's that's not something insignificant. It may not be the biggest of deals. It may not be insignificant. I think that Rick Carlisle not being on the floor might actually do something more for the for the Pacers than you know the Raptors not having a president out there. But yeah, um, yeah, I think that I, I, that's something to look for, and it, it is a thought in the back of my mind handicapped in the Pacers tonight. Yeah, that is unfortunate because he is coaching against his former team tonight in the Dallas Mavericks. So. Um, could have been a possible. I wonder, I wonder if he caught COVID just to avoid coaching this game. You think like, so? Because <laughs> he knew he knew he knew it might take an L, so he just caught COVID to avoid coaching the game. I don't know, man. They they took care of business against New York. I know we were talking about how this team was going to respond after all the rumors came out um, about the trades with Karis LeVert and Miles Turner and Demonis Sabonis. I, I did see something from the Athletic um, about Miles Turner, and he said that he. He feels like he's portrayed as a role player in this Pacers system, but he he feels like he's he re, he holds himself in a higher regard. And I think that is what it was I saw on Twitter, and that's mm-hmm. why he kind of wants to trade out of there. But uh, I can tell you that, and um, it's kind of crazy to say because I think uh, this guy is actually younger than him. I'm not 100 percent certain on ages here, but uh, I think. Miles Turner could be in for, you know, like a Jared Allen type of workload if he gets out of there. Like you think of what Jared Allen was doing in Brooklyn and they just really weren't utilizing his talents to the potential that the Cleveland Cavs are utilizing him right now. He was just more of their rim protector and go down and get a couple rebounds. He wasn't an actual focal point in that offense. And I think Miles Turner can be like that. Like he has that ability. We've seen it from him before. So I think, uh, you know, a change of scenery would be really, really good for him. It's just where is he going to go? Yeah, there's a lot of teams that can use a guy like Miles Turner. We had discussed that on Wednesday. Uh, Yeah, Miles Turner is kind of entering the prime of his career right now. He's only 25 years old. Um so I think that if there's a trade that comes about for Miles Turner, it just depends on, you know, what the trade package will look like for him. And I don't think it'll cost a lot to get Miles Turner, you know, on your team, but it'll be interesting to see where he kind of ends up. 6'11", you know, big man that could knock down three-point shots as well. Like you mentioned on Wednesday, leads a team or leads a league in blocks per game. Um, so definitely a, a guy that can definitely come in and help any contending team or even a team that's kind of rebuilding because he's still 25 years old. Uh, Terrell, we have, what, nine games tonight on the NBA schedule, 10 games. Uh, let's take one f- one quick break here. We'll come back and we'll dive into these uh, Friday night games in the NBA. College football championship weekend is behind us, but bowl season is almost upon us. And there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet for tickets to see your favorite team play in their bowl game this winter. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all tickets for NCAA football, NFL, concerts, NBA, and more. 
TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all of their college football tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. Visit TickPick today at tickpk.com slash SGP. That's tickpick.com slash SGP. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. New users can bet $1 and win $100 on any sport. Plus, you can get up to $1,500 as a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of $20 or more. Whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it up to 200%. If you bet $100, you'll get a $200 free bet. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. We're also brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is an easy way to play daily fantasy. It's daily fantasy simplified. You pick two to five players and an over and under on their projections and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Use promo code SGP and receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. It's just you versus the projected numbers. PrizePix has a ton of stats to choose from including yards, receptions, touchdowns, fantasy points, and more. PrizePix allows mixed entries, so you can take the over on LeBron's points, combine it with the under on Patrick Mahomes, yardage, and the same entry. PrizePix offers every sport you can think of like NFL, college football, NBA, college basketball, MLB, soccer, MMA, and more. PrizePix has an award-winning, easy-to-use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play Store. PrizePix is 4.8 star rated in the App Store with rave reviews. PrizePix can be made in entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy, guys. PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. PrizePix.com promo code SGP. Check it out for yourself, guys. It's really fun to use. I use it on the daily for NBA and NFL. PrizePix.com promo code SGP for that 100% deposit match. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. If you're not using PropSwap, then you're missing out. PropSwap is America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. You can find the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Sellers across the country list their sports bets for sale and thousands of buyers use PropSwap every day to find the best odds on futures, props, and parlays. The average prop swapper makes $500 a month just buying and selling sports bets on PropSwap. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, coming off of the 
break. Let's get into this Friday night schedule, Terrell. We'll start with that game that we had just mentioned with these two teams, the Dallas Mavericks heading into Indiana, where the Indiana Pacers are a two and a half point home favorite, currently seeing a total of two twelve and a half with a little bit of juice on the over. Um, checking the injury report here, pretty clean for the Dallas Mavericks. Sterling Brown is the only man that is questionable. And then for the Pacers, we've you know already said Justin Holiday held on safety protocols, and TJ McConnell is out for I think probably maybe the rest of the season with the ligament surgery that he had in his right wrist. Uh, Terrell, where are you going with this game, man? Um, and where did where are you seeing this number at? Uh, two and a half. I I see a two on win bet, and I see a two and a half with juice to the plus two and a half on DraftKings for the uh, Mavericks. Let's go with the two because it's a better number depending on which side you're going. Yeah, I mean, of course, shop around. Like, shop around and get the best number. Don't, like, just because we say bet this, don't find it. If you're on the other side or you're on the other side, find the number that's most favorable to you. But I kind of like the Mavericks as a short dog here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, I, I would have liked it a lot better if Rick Carlisle was on the floor and like these players were looking at Rick Carlisle and 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 you know wanting to you know kind of give it back to this coach and kind of get up for uh, Jason Kidd who's coming in and kind of trying to change this team around. But ultimately. I mean, the handicap is simple. You got two teams that kind of playing their best ball in their best locations. The Pacers playing their best ball at home and the Mavericks playing their best ball on the road. Yep. Uh, Mavericks seven and five on the road this season, uh, ATS, and the Pacers are nine and three, nine and four, something like it was something like that. Uh, ATS at home. And so I think that this can be a high scoring game. Mm hmm because I don't trust the defenses on either side. Uh, both are very susceptible to the three-point um, shot, as we've seen. But I find myself leaning to the, to the Mavericks just because watching these guys play, play on the road, they just play different. Like, they just get up for games different. Like, it just mm-hmm. looks a lot different. And they, they, it's like they feed off of the, oppo- the opposing crowd cheering against them, and they play just a little bit better. And, you know, you typically don't see that. You see people kind of get up for games at home. But um, I don't think this Mavericks team is terrible. Like I, like, I think the Pacers are not a good team. I don't think they're a good team. I think they're an okay team. I don't think they're a good team. I think the, Ma- the Mavericks are a good – can possibly a good team. I need to see more. But I think they're, I think they're a good team. I kind of like what they have going on. We kind of shit on Kristaps Porzingis. But he has been playing pretty solid ball as of late. Um, and so I kind of like getting the points here in a game that I feel like these two teams are slightly evenly matched, maybe with a lean to the Mavericks. So that's kind of why I lean. I would I would rather see this at a pick or a minus one towards the Mavericks. Honestly, I think wrong team is favored here. Yeah, if you take a look at what these kind of two teams have done over the past five games here, uh, Indiana Pacers are number six in the league on offensive uh, on their offensive uh, efficiency. And Dallas is up to number seven in defensive efficiency at 106.7. 
Uh, it's, yeah, you're right. I think it's a clash of two different styles here because uh, for the Dallas Mavericks, five out of the last six games have gone under the total. And for the Indiana Pacers, uh, seven out of the last eight games have gone over the total. So um, it's a short number. I'll also lean with Dallas here uh, getting plus the points. They, you know, as road underdogs, um, I currently see, well, they're only four and four, but seven and five against the spread on the road so far this season. Um, so I will take the points with Dallas here, uh, plus the two and a half chop around for the best number. Like, uh, we mentioned earlier thoughts on the total. You said you two see, uh, points being scored in this game. We'll mention yeah, this, uh, yeah. uh, but these are under teams. These are under yeah. teams though. So you gotta like, you, you gotta take that into account and, uh, the the best play probably is on the under. Like you, you know, these they can score some points and this still be under that two, uh, thirteen, two twelve and a half, wherever you kind of get this number at total. Yeah. Like I can see, I can see like a one oh five to one oh three game. Like that's pretty. I I think that it definitely has that range of possibility. Um, so yeah, I mean, I just how the how the Mavericks are playing a little bit better style of defense. I'm kind of concerned about. Uh, the Pacers and just allowing too many points, but mm-hmm. I think they can get up a little bit and, you know, they'll make this a, lot, a bit of a grinded out game at home. Um, the real play I'm on here is the, uh, is in the um, first, the first quarter. Okay. So the Pacers, the Pacers just histor- like get out fast. Uh-huh. The Pacers get out fast in the first quarter. Uh, they are second in the league in ATS in the first quarter, 17, nine and one right behind the Cleveland Cavaliers. And if you even, you know, you take that over to the first half and what they're doing in the first half, uh, they're third in the league at six, um, 16, 10 and 10 and one. Yeah. Whereas the Dallas Mavericks are first half down to, uh, you know, towards the bottom of the league at 11 and 13. So, mm-hmm. Um, I think this Pacers team does get out pretty fast. I think that they can catch this Mavericks team, kind of, you know, sleepwalking the early part in this game and, you know, get out to a, a pretty solid lead in the yeah. first half, first quarter and the first half. And then uh, that's when I expect to see the Mavericks kind of turn it on and kind of put um, take the game more in control and swing it in their favor. So I like early plays on the Indiana Pacers, um, okay. but I do still like the Mavericks to uh, ultimately cover and, and win the game. I'm trying to find a first half Pacers, second half. Um, oh, here we go. Halftime, full time. So Indiana Pacers in the first half and Dallas second half will get you five to one payout plus 500. If you, if you're leading towards uh, having liking Pacers in the first half and then Dallas to maybe pull it out in the second half. Um, and you can, get, you can get about the same thing if you do the first quarter as well. So yeah. Uh, surely, you know, take your pick. But I like I like both. I think that the Pacers will get out early in this game. Yeah, let's take a look at Malcolm Brogdon's uh, props here since it is his birthday tomorrow. Currently seeing his points total at 19.5 and, and his points, rebounds, and assist uh, number is at 31.5. So uh, I know it's not his birthday today. It is tomorrow. They have a day off tomorrow and i believe on sunday as well so terrell what are you thinking should we take the over on his points um his last two games against Mavericks, dallas, uh he scored 26 and 22 26 22 dallas uh about middle of the league in uh scoring to the point guard position allowing 21 
uh, 0.7 points to the point guard position. I don't think it's a bad play. I don't. I don't think it's a bad play. Yeah, uh, that didn't I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll take a, I'll take a, a birthday flyer on on Malcolm Brogdon or even what's his because uh, we want something with some value. Like we want something with some value. If Malcolm Brogdon's gonna go off tonight. Like we want, we we want to embellish in his going off. Uh, Let's see a triple double. Triple. I got triple double at twenty eight to one. Okay, there you go. Uh, and I got uh a double-double at plus 300. So I think that's very much in the realm of possibility, a double-double or a triple-double, just how um, he's he's been able to find, you know, sneak a whole bunch of rebounds here and there. And then if everybody's just hitting on all cylinders, then a triple-double is definitely – I would sprinkle a little bit, you know. I'll give you a, a D-Gen play, maybe first basket at plus 750 for Malcolm Brogdon tonight. Ooh. How about that? Let's get a little degenerate action that's on a, a Friday. Yeah, <laughs> no, that sounds fun. Yeah. Let's get um, that, one, get that then, one out of the way early. Uh, depend And depending on who you're on in this game, mm-hmm. you could even, like, I like Dallas – you know, we like Dallas. Yeah. Maybe some people like Indiana. Malcolm Brogdon, first basket, Indiana to win, 14 to 1. Okay. Malcolm Brogdon, first basket, Dallas to win, 17 to 1. Like, we could have – but I like the first basket. The first basket play sounds interesting. I wonder how many times he gets that opportunity. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's a lot, but since it is his birthday tomorrow, maybe we're, we're getting down on Malcolm Bragdon props. So take your yeah. take your pick of the basket there. We gave out a, a, a couple of options for Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, anything else for this game, Terrell? Uh, no, let's keep it moving. All right, let's get over to the next game. We have the uh, Sacramento Kings headed to Charlotte to take on the Hornets, where I'm currently seeing this game at a pick em. Um, and either pick them or I see the Kings are going to be favored by one point here. The biggest thing for this game is a total right now, 231 and a half. I think this opened up at 227 and a half last night when I was looking oh, it, at this oh, game. It was, it was a, when I was handicapping this game earlier, it was at 228. Okay. So I, yeah. I wrote down two, I wrote down 228 and a half when I was doing my write up for this game earlier. So, cause this was one of the games I really had my eyes on, but. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That that that's how that skyrocketed, and I mean, rightfully so. And bright, and bright. <laughs> you know, big bright letters. I wrote over. Like yeah. that's that's that that was my handicap. I wrote the over. Um. If we just kind of look at this, uh, let's we'll, we'll focus in on the um. On the Sacramento Kings for right now. So we yeah. just look at the eight games that they played since Alvin Gentry took and o- taken over. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're putting up, you know, a good amount of points. They're putting up, uh, what was it? Let me find it. Let me find it. What day did so he take they are over? Third, they are third, huh? What, do you know, did you see what day he took over? It was, uh, the first game was November 22nd. So okay. November twenty second was the first day. Yeah, okay. yeah, that was the first game he took over. They played eight games since five and three record, five and three ATS. They are scoring the basketball at one hundred fifteen point four points per game. That's third in the NBA. Uh, and so they're they're doing a lot of scoring. Uh, the defense hasn't gotten any better. They no. are giving up. They are giving up. How many is this? Uh, so they're actually defending pretty well. So they're giving up the second most points per game, uh, 118.6 points per game. 
only team that is worse than them is Charlotte giving up 123 points per game during that span. Uh, they're defending the three pretty decently. They're defending the three at uh, 10th best in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But, you know, all good things come with a uh, drop-off, and they are dead last in that span in opponent points in the paint. So yep. uh, when you think about this Charlotte team, you think about all the ways that they can score the basketball on different levels, and, you know, they're still one of the top t- uh, leading teams in scoring. You yeah. know, I talked about them being third. Well, Charlotte is first in scoring at 123.3 points per game. So – uh, they can store the basketball, but they're going to give up a whole bunch of points. They don't have to shoot the three to be able to score. They find ways to drive. They find ways to get to the cup. And uh, I think that that is going to be a hindrance for Sacramento is just all the different ways that Charlotte is able to score the basketball. Uh, like I said, I don't – I mean – the totals climbing and climbing yeah. and climbing, and I mean, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna bet over with it. Yeah. Uh, same thing happened when you know Charlotte played the Bucks, and that total climbed, and we hit well over 230. Uh, and that total, when it was still going up, people were coming in on the under. No, I mean, I'm gonna just if if the under comes in, I'm just gonna take a L. But I'm betting the over. You know, we said we're betting the over in Charlotte Hornets game and, and it hasn't let us down too often yet. So I'm just gonna keep going with the over here. Yeah, I, uh, I can't argue uh about overs in Charlotte's games. Uh anything on the side there? Uh yeah, on the side I'm I'm oddly in Charlotte. You know, you're getting this game basically at a pick. It yeah. uh when I was handicapping it earlier it was minus one and a half for the Kings and now uh I see Charlotte as a one point favorite, but you know that's different around other books. So yeah. Uh, find the line that you want, but you're basically going to get this game as a pick. And I like the Charlotte Hornets. I think that they can catch the Kings on the uh, catch the Kings while the Kings are on the road. They get up. You know, we know Charlotte gets up for home games pretty well. Um, you know, they have the best ATS mark at home at nine and two ATS, the best ATS mark at home of any team in the league. I'm gonna keep riding the Charlotte Hornets here. I think they get it done. Yeah, there's no way I can take an under in this game for sure. Um, even though the these the the number is climbing um i mean yeah the stats you just all rattled off completely agree with and both these teams on on the season number four and number five uh ranked uh, in points inside the paint and one of the worst defenses defending the paint uh sacramento's dead last at number 30 charlotte's at 28 and oh by the way uh still no mason Plumley and those guys for the charlotte hornets they're still in health and safety protocols and also, no Rashawn Holmes tonight for the Sacramento Kings. He's dealing with a right eye injury. So there's going to be absolutely nobody defending this paint here tonight, Terrell. So I'm expecting a lot of easy baskets inside the paint, which is good for overs. I'm expecting a lot of pace in this game. And I think the three-point shots will fall for Charlotte tonight because they were not falling in that game against the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. So I think a bounce-back spot here as far as shooting the basketball from three-point land, at least for the Charlotte Hornets. So... I will co-sign that over with you, even though it is probably one of the biggest totals we've seen so far uh, this season, but rightfully so we should be. Um, and again, yeah, I'll agree with you again on Charlotte uh, getting that points at home tonight. Um, probably wait for this, see if it uh, comes back a little. I'm seeing, like Terrell said, I'm seeing a pick. I'm seeing plus one on Hornets. I'm seeing a plus one on the uh, Kings. So definitely shop around for the best number on that. Uh, anything else for this game, Terrell? Um. I think I'm interested in Miles Bridges or Gordon Hayward uh, double-double 
and um, triple double props. Okay. I think I'm. I think I'm interested. I think I'm interested in Miles Bridges and Gordon Hayward's either double double or triple double props in this game, uh, just because. So they're they're playing without a true point guard right now. Yeah, with Ishmith out, with Rozier out, and with Lamelo Ball out, they're playing without a true point guard. Uh, Gordon Hayward's handling a lot of that ball handling duties as well as Miles Bridges. Um, it's really the two of them that are kind of bringing the ball up the court and kind of starting to run the offense for them. Mm-hmm. I think I, Lord, Gordon Hayward is juicier. So I'm getting uh, plus 300 for Gordon Hayward double-double opposed to plus 135 for Miles Bridges. And I'm sure that's, you know, the rebounding aspect of it. And uh, 23 to 1 for Miles Bridges triple-double, 29 to 1 for Gordon Hayward's triple-double. But I feel like Gordon Hayward, Gordon Hayward already averaged a, num- a good number of assists with this team. Like, they, he already did that. And that's just kind of how he plays basketball. He kind of gets other people to their spots, kind of gets them open. So is it outside the realm of possibility in a game that I think is going to be super high scoring that uh, Gordon Hayward sneaks off 10 assists? I don't think so. I don't think so. He had seven that last game. And yeah. uh, just going through and trying to look at really quick what he's done in these other games without these guys in there. Um, let's see here. Talking about Gordon Hayward. So yeah, yeah. So he's at seven nine. Uh, they were out. Atlanta was that first game they were out, I believe. So uh, in the last three games, seven nine and three, mm-hmm. and the assist mark and three being that first game that you know they just figured out those guys weren't playing. Yeah. And so yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't think it's outside the realm possibility. I really don't. I do like the Miles Bridges double double tonight. Um, maybe more of a conservative play by me, but. Um, I think that, you know, again, in a high scoring game, if there's a lot of pace, you'll see, you know, obviously a lot of shots going up. So more, maybe more rebounding opportunities. And obviously the scoring is going to be there uh, for those guys as well. Um, anything else for this game trail? No, no, let's keep it moving. Yeah. Let's move on to maybe one of the games of the night. We have the Brooklyn Nets headed to Atlanta to take on the Hawks, where I'm currently seeing the Hawks favored by one and a half points at home with a total of 226. Checking the injury report for this team. I know last game against the Rockets, Kevin Durant did not play, but that because he, that's because he was resting, but pretty clean for the Brooklyn Nets. And then for the Atlanta Hawks, Bogdan, Bogdan Bogdanovich continues to be out with the right ankle sprain. Um, and then we already know about DeAndre Hunter, who's out with the uh, right wrist tendon surgery. So and Cam Reddish is probable tonight uh, for the Atlanta Hawks. He's been dealing with a left uh, wrist sprain as well. Uh, Terrell, one and a half point favorites for the Hawks here. What are you thinking? Uh, this feels like a game that the Hawks got to get up for. Yeah, especially being at home. Yeah, it feels this feels like the absolute spot that they got to get up for. They're getting, you know, the number one team in the East coming into town to come play them uh, on their home floor. We know how they get up for games already, mm-hmm. and it, it this line is very close to the lot, the same line that they played when they played the Bucks and they blew the Bucks out mm-hmm. um, at home. Uh, not to compare the two teams or in this game, but. Uh, KD is rested for this one, so he sat that uh, that Nets game after playing forty something minutes yeah. against the Mavericks, and so he's uh, he's coming off of a few days rest and um, coming into this game. I 
should have mentioned this that these two teams did play on November 3rd, uh, I believe in Brooklyn, where Brooklyn won that game 117 108, and the Nets were a four and a half point favorite in that game and went over the total of 221. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to keep going with, I'm going to stick with the Hawks here. I think this is just a home game that the Hawks get up for. It's going to be electric in that, in that stadium. Uh, that's going to be something I think that they feed off of. Cam Reddish is going to be really big. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cam Reddish is going to be really big in this one if he scores. Um, if he if he plays like he's he needs to come in and add some really good scoring for that team, especially with Bogdan Bogdanovich out. Yeah. Uh, but I think that the Hawks just have they have the options. Like they just have a lot of options to go to. I think nobody's going to challenge Clint Capella down low for you know rebounds and putting the ball back up. I don't think anybody's really going to challenge him at all. Uh. And but don't look too fast. But we have a TLC revenge game. Uh, okay, he's TLC even starting for that. Line- yeah, he's in the lineup because of uh, Bogdanovich being out. And you know, last game he had twenty three. Game four that he had twelve. Like mm. he's 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 getting the workload. He's getting he's getting the workload, and he's getting those shots. He's really getting those shots that Bogdan Bogdanovich put up. He's five for ten. Yeah, that first game, uh, two for five from from three, uh, twelve points, two assists, four rebounds, and then comes back in the next game, ups the workload even more. Eight for eighteen, forty four percent, seven for fourteen from the three point line. You know, fifty percent there, twenty three points. So, I'm. I might be on TLC here. Like, I, give me some TLC props. Maybe TLC goes and, you know, wants to give it to Brooklyn a little bit. You know, the former team, he gets up for them. This, they're using them, so why not? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not seeing any props for TLC right now. Uh, I don't see it on FanDuel. Do you see anything else for him anywhere else? No, I don't see anything now, but yeah. I also know that, you know, some – it's some some of these lower lower guys. Fanduel likes to wait to the last minute to kind of drop their props and yeah. get those guys in. So I would double check that like when you get close to the game. And yeah. I guess when they they know for certain that TLC is in the starting lineup, Fanduel might drop some props for them. Okay, yeah. Now now I'm seeing this line move to minus two in the direction of Atlanta. Um, Brooklyn hasn't been that great against the spread so far this season. Nine fifteen and one against the spread. I mean, they're winning games, but they're not obviously covering the number. But tonight, obviously, if they're going to win, um, you know, it, it's going to be an underdog role. I feel like this is one of those games where the books are probably begging you to take Brooklyn here because they are underdogs. And when you think about Brooklyn Nets, you're thinking about Kevin Durant, you're thinking about James Harden, um, um, you know, those two guys, I, I like Atlanta at home. We've talked about this all season long so far, Terrell, that Atlanta and Brooklyn went healthy uh, as when Portland is healthy and Atlanta that we want to back them at home. And they're seven and five against the spread at home so far this season, uh, a game that they are going to get up for. Right. I think that you're right. That last season that they got to the Eastern conference finals, that they still want to prove Atlanta that we are one of the teams that will compete in the Eastern conference again this season. And I do like Atlanta tonight, um, against the Brooklyn Nets. I think Trey Young has a big game. I mean, as may cliche that may be, you might want to take a look at maybe 30-plus points or 35-plus points tonight for uh, Trey Young. I don't think that John James Harden or whoever's going to be guarding him will have much of uh, a chance staying in front of a guy like Trey Young because he can get to the basket at will and he can also launch threes um, like we've seen all throughout his young career so far. So I'll agree with you. I will take Atlanta here also. Thoughts on the total at 227, Terrell? 
Um, man, it just feels like I mean, it feels like it kind of wants you to bet the under at two twenty seven. That's a pretty hot total for this season. But I'm, I mean, no, I'm going over as well. I think that these two teams are going to get after these two teams are going to they're they're basically like I think Atlanta is trying to battle them and say, hey, we're one of the best teams in the East. Like, you know, yeah. we can compete with you as one of the best teams of the East. I think that Trey Young wanted that opportunity to go up against KD and James Harden in that uh, Eastern Conference Finals last mm-hmm. year. Yeah. And, you know, he had to settle for the uh, then uh, Milwaukee Bucks who went on to become the NBA Finals champions. Right. But uh, I think that Trey Young's kind of looking at – he is looking at his chops. I think he does want to go up against these guys. So, yeah, give me some give, – give me Atlanta and give me the over. I think this is going to be a game to watch. Yeah, I kind of do also like Atlanta uh, probably in the first half or the first half over here. I've maybe seen some more defense being played in the second half if it's, if it's going to be a tight game as the line is indicating here. Currently seeing a 115.5 first half total, so maybe uh, that's a look for this game as well. Let's move over to the next game, Terrell. We have the New York Knicks headed to Toronto to take on the Raptors where the Toronto Raptors are a one-and-a-half point home favorite. Currently seeing a total of 207. Checking the injury report here for both of these teams. Nerlens Noel is probable for the New York Knicks. Other than that, everybody is a go for the Toronto Raptors. OG Ananobi continues to be out for the Toronto Raptors. And Precious Achua is questionable with right shoulder tendonitis. And uh, o- uh, sorry, I already mentioned OG Ananobi. And uh, Kim Birch is also out for this game with a nut right knee swelling. Um we talked about the Raptors earlier uh, in the show, Terrell, where they're not playing well at home so far this season. They're just three and ten against the spread. Looking at uh, New York's numbers, seven and five on the road so far this season against the spread, but they're four and two as underdogs on the road so far this season. So, uh, where are you going with this game, Terrell? I think I'm going with the Knicks. I think yeah. I'm going with the Knicks here, and it's kind of hard because I'm I'm really tough on the Knicks right now I don't think that they're performing clicking at all cylinders but I mean hey do we do we get another does the Maple Mamba come in and put on for you know Canada again like uh, (laughs) the Maple the Maple Mamba might come in here you know Tibbs has called him out recently and he's you know responded yeah and he kind of had a little bit of a more of a down game last time out uh, after that 32-point barrage. Uh, well, he still had 19 points, so he still played well. Yeah, uh, I mean, he was 7 of 8 for that. 41%. Yeah. 41%. That, that, that's room for improvement. But for the most part, you know, it wasn't absolutely horrific. But he's still, he's, he's still scoring, and he's a part of that offense. Like, he's somebody that we really don't talk about the Knicks, R.J. Barrett enough, but he's still the third overall pick. And he's a part of that offense, and he's a part of – what they're doing um, defensively as well. Like RJ Barrett has a solidified role. So uh, he could come in there. I think Julius Randle has a uh, uh, going up against Pascal Siakam is going to be a fun matchup to watch. And those two guys kind of going after it. Those are two strong guys down low and they're going to be battling for position all, all night. Yeah. Uh, these two teams, I'm sorry. I matched up on November 1st in uh, New York mm-hmm. where Toronto won that game, 113-104. And RJ Barrett in that game, 27.6 rebounds, five of eight from three point land. So I think you've kind of convinced me here to take some RJ Barrett props for tonight. Yeah, no. And I'm absolutely. And uh, I'm on Gary Trent jr. As well. 
I was on Gary Trent Jr. for the Faux 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 Parlay. If you're in the Slack channel, sg.pn slash Slack, and you caught that, uh, I had a Faux 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 Parlay, and we came very close. And I was on Gary Trent Jr. to get four plus threes at plus money. Yeah. Uh, I think it was like plus 300 at that point for him to get four plus threes in that game. And if we think about how the uh, the Knicks guard the small uh, shooting guard position, like they give up a lot of threes. Uh, another person I was on was Chris Duarte, and he didn't end up getting there. He was one of the legs that lost for us, but he was two for two from three, and he had 23 points in that game. So I'm definitely – I'm on Gary Trent Jr. in this one as well. I think he'll have a very nice day for the uh, for the Toronto Raptors here, but I'm still going to lean Knicks on the side. I think the Knicks can win a close one. Yeah, I'm not going to go against that trend of uh, the Raptors just being terrible at home so far this season. Uh, like I said, three and ten against the spread, and this might be a, a revenge spot for the uh, loss that the uh, New York Knicks took uh, in New York earlier in November, uh, where they lost that game by nine points. Um, trying to find some RJ Barrett props here, see if I can. Gary find Trent it. Jr. right now is mm-hmm. over two and a half threes at plus one hundred. I would lock that up right now. If you, it, it may not be at plus one hundred anymore by the time this this podcast gets out and gets to mm-hmm. the people. But if you see anything, like if you see two and a half at plus money, absolutely take it. Even if you're laying some juice, I would take it as well. I think three threes is completely inside the realm of possibility for Gary Trent Jr. tonight. Yeah, I'm currently seeing uh, RJ Barrett only at 16 and a half points over on FanDuel. So I think I will take the over on that tonight for RJ Barrett. Uh, I might thought- same game parlay this game. I think this yeah. is the same game parlay 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 worth game yeah thoughts on the total trail 208 i think that it wants you to go under Mm -hmm. and i think i'm on three i think i'm on three overs to start this uh pod but yeah give me the over i think that they're starting to dip this number down a little bit low and i think the knicks still can score like they've been struggling of late but the knicks can still score and I expect the Knicks to give up, you know, some pretty sizable games to a couple of different players for the uh, Toronto Raptors. Like, I think that, like I I just said, I think Gary Trent Jr. could have a really good day. I think that Scotty Barnes can have a day. Like, those are a couple of guys that I think are going to hit over their points and then some. So, I think there can be some scoring in this game. Give me uh, the over 208 here. So, we are – uh, three over, well, three overs and an under in so far for me. Yeah, I mean the unders, I mean the to- overs have started to come back around a little bit here. Uh, if you try to go back and look at those Wednesday games, there are a lot of high scoring games. So maybe that turn is going to continue. We've talked about it early in the season where the unders were coming in at sixty percent. Now that's kind of down to fifty five, fifty six percent. So the overs are kind of coming back as uh, books kind of adjust their numbers uh, for this NBA season so far. And for this game, yeah, the three point defending uh, for these teams is well below average. New York Knicks uh, ranked number 18 and three-point percentage allowed, and the Toronto Raptors are down at number 24. So I think we'll probably see a lot of three-point shots being attempted and possibly made uh, in this game between these two teams tonight. Um, Charles, let's move over to the 7 o'clock Central games. We have the Milwaukee. It was crazy. Wait, Uh but um, here I am getting us off topic again. But what's crazy is I'm looking at this right now, and I'm very curious if this is – I'm going to go back and I'm going to look at where the numbers are when we finally release the pod. But look at all these people getting plus money on their threes right now. R.J. Barrett, two and a half, plus 128. Uh, Gary – I just told you Gary Trent Jr., uh, two and a half, plus 100. 
Mm-hmm. Scotty Barnes has been hitting threes recently, and he's getting plus 152 on one and a half. And he's been hitting threes recently. Uh, Evan Fourier, over two and a half, plus 126. Like, let's let's take advantage of some of these. Even Fred Van Fleet, like, we've known him to get over three, to, for his threes to be set at over three and a half for a long time now. And now, his, and now it's at plus 136. Like, who's betting the under on these? I think this might be a game where you put – this is where your four for four would come up. Like, not even four yeah, threes, that, but yeah, your four guys. Something. Your same paint parlay yeah, for – Yeah, same guy, four guys. Fournier, RJ. Gary Trent. Uh, Gary Trent. And, and Scotty. I would, yeah, I would throw Scotty or even Pascal Siakam. Like, I think Pascal Siakam pulling Jalius Randle outside. Like, yeah. he can he can go and get some. So, no, yeah, that's solid. That is solid. Yeah, maybe we go uh, put that together and give it out at the end of the pod. Maybe I think I think that that would be pretty solid in this game uh, between the Knicks and the Raptors. Um, let's move. To I'm gonna save seven. it. I'm uh-huh. gonna save it for the. I'm gonna save it for the Slack channel because I want everybody to catch the lines that I'm seeing when the pod comes out. So okay. I'll save it for the Slack channel around the time the pod come out, and I'll drop something in there. There you go. Uh, let's move over to the seven o'clock Central games here, Terrell. We have the Milwaukee Bucks. Headed down to Houston to take on the streaking Rockets, where they've now won seven games in a row. Uh, currently seeing a line of Milwaukee Bucks favored by nine points in this game against Houston. Total of 227 and a half. Uh, checking the injury report here, we have the Houston Rockets, who should be or will be without Jalen Green, Daniel House, and Kevin Porter Jr. are all out for the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis is probable with a right quad contusion and George Hill is questionable. And the usual suspects are out for the bucks between DiVincenzo Lopez and semi Ojale. Um, thoughts on this game, Terrell? Does the buck stop here? No pun intended. <laughs> that was such a, like a corny dad. <laughs> um, give me, the no, there's no way they there's no way that they they do this again. There's no no. I'm said that for seven games now. <laughs> I know, and it's crazy because they keep winning, and it's and it's wild because how this started is I was all over the the Rockets, and I was you know t- talking about the Rockets here and there, here there here there, and now you got the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, I'm not I'm not sure. I'm I mean I'm, they they give me cause for concern because this line is so big. Yeah. But I know this season we've known the Bucks to go on the road and do some magical things. Like they've gone on the road and dominated and started covering games. And when they got all their guys back, and so we're sitting here and there's nobody really. Uh, if Giannis is in there and Giannis goes, like Giannis, Drew Holiday, and Chris Middleton is enough for me to back the Bucks here in this spot. Yeah, I think this is the game where last game the Milwaukee Bucks lost to Miami. By nine points and they just kind of unleash her on the Rockets. Um, I don't think Christian Wood will be able to stay in front of Giannis in this game. Um, and then you still have Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday in this game. Um, but the Rockets have been scoring points, man. And the last time these two teams to, got together last year, it was where Kevin Porter Jr. dropped that 50 piece. Unfortunately, he's not going to be playing in this game. I'm sure the Milwaukee Bucks, Bucks probably remember that game from last season. Mm-hmm. I will reluctantly take the or lay the nine points here with the Bucks. I think they'll just come out and play well. If keep an eye on the Giannis news, he should be able to go because they did have a day off yesterday. 
but I think I kind of really do like the Bucks team total in this game as well. Um, despite the Rockets holding opponents, I guess you can say they've been playing better defense um, during this winning streak here. But I just think that now you have one of the best teams in the East coming in um, healthy. And if everybody is playing that, they should take care of business against the um, against the Houston Rockets here. So I will lay the nine points with the Bucks with you. Uh, thoughts on the total, 227? Uh, uh, I ain't touching total on this one. I, I don't know. You know, I, I barely want to bet this one. I'm not gonna touch total too. Yeah, I'll I'll take the uh I'll take the team total here for the for the uh Milwaukee Bucks in this game. But yeah, probably a game that I'll be watching because I am a Rockets fan. But I will stay away from um for this game. Let's go over to the next game, Terrell. We have the Cleveland Cavaliers, our team, headed down to Minnesota to take on the Minnesota Timberwolves, where the Cleveland Cavaliers are a one-point road favorite. I don't think we would have said that at the beginning of the season, that the Cleveland Cavaliers okay. would be laying a point on the road this season. But here we are, a uh, total of 213.5. I think this is a game, Terrell, that we want to check the injury report for sure for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um D'Angelo Russell is questionable for this game. Pat Bev uh-huh. is probable. Uh, Anthony Edwards and Cat should be playing in this game. For the Cleveland Cavaliers, everybody is healthy and they should be playing. This is going to be a fun one to watch, man. Uh, but thoughts on this game? I mean, it's the same handicap as I said for the last game with the Hawks, with the Timberwolves. Timberwolves are a team where I want to bet on them when they have their three guys, like those three core guys of Belo, Ant-Man, and Cat. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm sitting here to look and see what D'Angelo Russell is doing. And if D'Angelo Russell isn't playing, like, I mean, I'm already kind of already leaning, leaning towards Cavs already. So it's going to make it even, you know, more tough for me to go against that if D'Lo's not playing. So... And that's really that that's really it for me. The Cavs are just balling. Like the Cavs are good. And I mean, we said this, uh what was uh Bickerstaff? What did we say Bickerstaff was when I gave him out? I think we said he was like forty to one. Forty to one. Yeah, yeah he was forty to one. And now he's uh currently around twenty to one for coach of the year. Yeah. And it's dropping. And it's dropping for good reason because he's going to win. Like if the Cavs get a playoff spot, if the Cavs get a playoff spot, he is going to win. Period. He is going to win, especially with Colin Sexton being out early in the year, arguably their best player being out early in the year. So if they get a playoff spot, he's going to win coach of the year. So you need to get those tickets in now. You know, I gave it out at 41 is 21 now. So, I mean, I I can't beat that in the head over. I, I would definitely be sitting on a ticket there, but for the most part, um, yeah, I think this Cavs team is just they're going to do the same thing that they normally do, and they're going to pound the ball inside. Uh, I think they're going to have issues with Cat. I, I don't think you know anybody's going to slow Cat down. And if you saw on Twitter, uh, I'm on Cat's uh, points props today because Anthony Edwards had a sit down with him. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, little big brother, little big brother to big little brother. Right. Uh, that <laughs> that. You know, nobody can stop Cat. And he's been, he said he's been telling Cat this a long time. And he came out to the media and told the media that he told Cat, like, nobody can stop you. Stop waiting for that double team. Stop waiting for the double team. You need to go. Like, Joel Embiid, as soon as he gets the ball, he goes. You, as yeah. soon as you get the ball, you need to go. Don't wait for the double team. Don't wait for them to double you. Go out there and get a bucket. So, yeah, I'm on Cat's prop 
points prop today. Just give me the over on whatever it is. I ain't even seen the line. Give me the 23 over. Twenty three and a half. I think he's the the Cleveland Cavaliers. We talk about them, but they really don't guard the center position that well. Like they're more of just using their bigs to pound the ball inside and get some rebounds, but they don't guard the center position that well. So, uh, give me uh, some cats props. Um, I think Cat is just an unguardable. Like he's you can't. I can't sit here and say you know. Uh, what Cleveland does against the center really matters. I think Cat is just unguardable. Like that's truly what it is. I think Cat is unguardable, and when he gets outside of his own head, he can be one of the best players in the league. So, I think this is a game Cat gets up for. But at the end of the day, basketball is a team sport. I like what Cleveland's doing. I'm gonna back Cleveland here. Yeah, I think the what you said about you know D'Lo, see if he's playing tonight or not. I think that will be a determining factor if on which side I am. But yeah, again, I've backed this Cavs team all season long, had them as my lock on Wednesday. Continue, I will continue to say with them uh, pending the D-Lo news, but um, yeah. Uh, if D-Lo plays, I will be on the Timberwolves. Okay. Uh, yeah, looking at the points prop for Carl Anthony Towns, 23 and a half for tonight and points and rebounds is at 31 and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm over it. I would even, you know, Depending on what uh, D'Lo does, I would entertain a 25 points and a win for Cat. Whatever I'm trying to see that, what that's... his double-double is if it's at plus money. He's not even listed it for can't double-double. Be. It Why can't is he be. not even listed? It's uh, probably because it's, cause it'd probably be like minus 400. Like he's, Cat's basically a shoe-in for a double-double most nights. Let me see. I'll try to find that for later on, but... Yeah, let's uh, – anything else for this game? Uh, I don't think we got to the total here. Yeah, the total is set at uh, 213.5. Mm, I'm not really. It's kind of middle of the road. Uh, it kind of feels like an under game. Yeah. It feels like one of the ones where we just kind of go under – unders hit cash in that majority of the rate. This feels like it's one of those kind of under games, but we'll see. Yeah, I think that for the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, when they've won, I mean, three out of the last four have gone uh, over the total, but those were against, you know, better offensive teams like the Utah Jazz, like the Milwaukee Bucks. The game against the Bulls did go under the total, but obviously that was without DeMar DeRozan. They were able to hold Chicago to 92 points. But, um, you know, we have uh, Minnesota tonight. Definitely keep an eye out for that D-Lo news. Uh, to see if he's going to be playing tonight or not for the Minnesota Timberwolves. But definitely a game that I will be tuning in for sure uh, with this game. Yeah, even on FanDuel, I don't see his. I mean, they have Jared Allen at minus 200 for a double-double, and they don't even have Cat listed. Maybe they're waiting for the uh, maybe the D-Lo news, but we'll, I'll keep an eye out for the shirt, and I'll drop it on the Slack channel. Uh, let's move over to the next game, Terrell. Probably the toilet bowl game of the night. The Detroit Pistons head to the New Orleans Pelicans to take on Brandon Ingram and company, where the Pelicans are a six and a half point home favorite. Oh, fucking way. Currently seeing a total of 212. Um, Pistons coming yeah. in here. I think they're on a losing streak here of, I think, what, 10 they games are. now? Something like that. Yeah, and look, the Pelicans kept it close against Denver. Uh, they it took them took Denver overtime to pull out that victory, but again, Denver is kind of hobbled. Uh, but thoughts on this game, Terrell? Just give me the six and a half. I don't care. I mean, just give me six and a half. <laughs> I 
<laughs> is, is somebody out? Like, is for real? Is somebody? Is oh, somebody check out the injury in this report? Um, let's see. Where are they? Why, so why for the ever? Pistons. No, everybody's available. Hamadou Diallo is back as well. Did he play for the Pelicans? Uh, let's go see. Maybe a revenge spot for him. But Pelicans. Uh, no, everybody's playing for the Pelicans, and everybody is in for the Detroit Pistons tonight. So. Uh, I mean, I think that losing streak might have something to do with this trail. They've now lost, what, 10, 11 games in a row here. I don't think they've covered a number in that span either. Well, actually, no, they have. They've covered one, two, three, four, five, six. They've covered six games in that 11-game losing streak. Um, and Pelicans. Okay. Pelicans here have now. Yeah, I, I don't know what to make this game. I'm going to last for words. I think we just take the plus six and a half with the Pistons. Take the plus six and a half? I just... Why? Oh, you're taking the Pelicans? What? No, no. Of course I'm taking the plus six and a half, but I'm just saying, why is this six and a half? Why are the Pelicans such this big of a favorite? Like, no, I don't care if they're on a losing streak. If anything, that's even more of a reason to take them because they got to come out of it at some point. Yeah. I may even have... I. I may even have a money line play on this game Ooh, because okay. I just don't think these these game these teams are not six and a half points apart, and that you should not be getting plus two hundred money against the Pistons against the Pelicans. The Pelicans can very well lose. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know, man. I, I just don't. This is a game that I I just don't even want to talk about. But we'll just take the dog here at plus six and a half and then move on with our lives here. Uh, let's get to the last two games of the night. We have the LA Lakers. Headed to OKC to take on the Thunder, where the Lakers are a five-point road favorite here. Currently seeing a, a total of 217. The Lakers did play last night against the Memphis Grizzlies, where they got beat. Um, I think everybody played in that game. No injury reports submitted yet for the Los Angeles Lakers because they are on the back-to-back. But I think this might be the third or fourth game that these two teams have gotten together, Terrell. Um mm-hmm. Let's see. So OKC, the um, back on October 27th, Lakers lost that game 123-115. I think that was the game where they had that big lead and let it slip away. And then they got together on November 4th, where the Lakers also lost that game 107-104. And I think that is it. Those have been the two matchups so far. So this is a third meeting. And the Thunder have won both of their games against them. I think one of them would have mid. I think both games were without LeBron. But thoughts on this game, Terrell? Twenty-five percent of the Thunder's wins have come against Los Angeles Lakers this season. <laughs> and just so, like the Lakers are terrible ATS, I'm pretty yeah. sure they are still last in the league in ATS. Last. Let me see. They're yeah nine and seventeen overall on the season. Let me see where they are. Uh, on the season, they are. You are correct, sir. Dead last. Down there with Brooklyn. Yes. So, give me this. Los Angeles Lakers, money line. OKC, plus five. Plus 400. Plus 400. Take it. Take it. They, are, I, I'm, they will not cover this game. I'm just, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bet the Lakers to cover this game. I'm not. The Lakers will probably have a lead. They may fumble it. They, OKC may stumble into this game and just be in this game at all. OKC may have a lead, and the Lakers may come back. I don't care what happens. I don't think they covered this five. Whether it's four, whether it's a bad beat, whether it's something, any, something anything's going to happen. I'm not taking them to cover against one of the best teams against covering at home. 
No. Yeah. So give me give me the Lakers to win because I do ultimately think the Lakers do win this game. They need this game, but I'm not taking them to cover. No, I'm on OKC. Fifteen and nine overall are the OKC Thunder. Seven and four again at home against the spread. Six and three <laughs> as home underdogs so far this season are the OKC Thunder. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if the line climbs. So if you want to wait, be my guest and wait. Be my guest and wait. But I'm pretty. I'm almost positive OKC is going to cover this game and lose. Yeah, if, if SGA looks like he's a go as well. So, God, I want to number – I think that this this feels like where they're begging you to take the Lakers here against a crappy OKC team. And I will still clear of that as well with you. Uh, probably a live play if OKC gets the lead here or um, are keeping this within the number. Maybe Lakers pull away late or, or something like that. But if OKC get out to a – a good start in this game, I'll probably take a live number on the Lakers, maybe closer to like minus one, minus two in this game. So I will do that for this game. But leaning with Yeah, I OKC, like a live bet. I think a live bet. Yeah, is live bet is probably a smart here. bet. Yeah. Thoughts on the total, 217? Um, Man, I don't even know. I'm I'm already I'm ugly I feel ugly enough for betting a money line spread play here <laughs> and middling this game with five points of real estate. Uh, I don't think I want anything else on this game. All right, let's move it to the last game of the night. We have the Boston Celtics headed to Phoenix to take on the Chris Paul-led and Devin Booker-list Phoenix Suns. Um, Currently seeing a spread of minus five for the Phoenix Suns, total of 213.5. Boston here is, I believe this might be their last game. Yeah, last game of their five-game West Coast road trip here. They've only won one game on this road trip, which was against Portland Trailblazers, where they did not have CJ, where I don't think they had Dame in that game either. Um, And then they have a pretty rough schedule due to the Boston Celtics after this game. They have Milwaukee. They have Golden State. But for this game, Terrell, minus five for the uh, Suns. What are you thinking? Give me the Suns. Uh, so if you're following me on Twitter and you listen to the podcast, I was debating the Celtics and the Clippers. And I said, I'm just going to take the Clippers on the podcast. And then ultimately I got on Twitter and it just changed my mind and said, I'm just going to ride the Sun. I mean, ride the Celtics and see where it goes. And somehow the Celtics actually covered that game. Uh, I'm a wise man. I do not plan on lightning striking twice with me taking the Celtics. I am grateful for the cover that they got me before. I do not expect them to do it against the uh, Phoenix Suns. Phoenix is tough defensively. They are going to do everything in their power to make sure that Jason Tatum has an off game. Uh, Whether, you know, they throw double teams at him, whether they knock him around, get him off his rhythm. They are going to do everything in their power to make sure that Jason Tatum is not the one that beats them. And ultimately, I think that even without Devin Booker, this team still has ways to score the basketball. They have a lot of role players that can step up into that role. We see Golden State, and, and you know, I hate to ever, always compare people to the Golden State model, but Golden State has a lot of people that step up when, you know, they're stepping up now with Klay Thompson out. Like, they have a yeah. lot of people – that step up into that role. I think that they have the same uh, possibility with uh, Phoenix here. And I, I I would like to think that people are going to 
bet Boston here because I see some four and a halves. So I think people are running to bet Boston here. Mm. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay the post. I'm gonna ride Phoenix. We talked. We said minus five here, so I'll take five. Phoenix minus five. Yeah, uh, I try to get behind this clip or so this Boston team as well. They lost against the Clippers, and Paul George did not play in that game. They still gave up 114 in that game. Look, they've been giving up points. They gave up 137 to the Utah Jazz. They have 117 to Portland, 117 to the Lakers, and 114 without Paul George uh, against the Clippers. And now you're going to be a Phoenix team. I know they're without Devin Booker, but they can still put up points with Chris Paul and some of the other guys that they have on their roster. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll lean also with the Phoenix Suns here. Don't love it. I feel like if Boston is going to get a victory here, it's going to have to be um, on their last game of this road trip before they head back. Um that this may be a spot for them, but I just don't like it with the way this team has performed over the season and on this road trip so far. Are uh, you interested in? <laughs> look, I've been back. I can't even. I can't. I can't even get it out. I can't even get it out. It's so because it's just so funny. It's just so funny. I'm I'm struggling to get it out. But okay, here we go. I'm sorry. Here we go. Are you interested in the Jay Crowder revenge game? <laughs> Not at all. What? No, <laughs> is it? No, but it's it's just because he has revenge games with like half the league. <laughs> but <laughs> it, I mean, we sit here, we talk about they give up scoring. Like I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility that that Jay Crowder has a really good game here. You know, shooting. I mean, the Jay Crowder revenge game. Like it's the Jay Crowder revenge game. Jake, you might want. So you're not. Throw in Jay Crowder three point shots made for this game, two and a half at plus 150 on the over. What? In the, what? I got to get on the four for four parlay tonight. If I'm getting this much plus money, like on the actual, what's his four threes at? Uh, you would probably have to dig that. I don't think 370. I'm getting it 370 for four plus threes. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um. No, but I mean, it's the. I think the Jake, I think the Jay Crowder revenge game is, you know, I think it's, it's live. You think so? I think it's live. <laughs> I think the Jay Crowder revenge game is live. All right. I'm done. I'm done now. All right. Um, <laughs> that will bring us to the end of this Friday night schedule. Um, let's take one final break here. Terrell, we'll come back and we'll get into our lock and dog, maybe a bonus log a bonus lock and it's also friday so we'll try to give out a friday parlay um so we'll come back right after we hear from our sponsors better fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on matchups you can cash out for gift cards when your bet hits and even help raise money for charity along the way it's a brand new company looking to grow the early adopter community it's a slick app and it's really fun to use one of the reasons we love it is that they also offer prop betting so if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet you can get in on some prop bets on better fantasy plus they have some added a really really cool bonus guys if you can get your entire league to join better fantasy they'll give the league a 150 dollars gift card to get a sick ass trophy from trophysmack.com the app is totally free to play download the app today for iphone and android check them out today at betterfantasy.com sgpn that's b-e-t-t-o-r fantasy.com sgpn 
Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free web application, you can access a demo of their app which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via text, QR codes, and links, among other methods. No money is transacted on the app, it is purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and see who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want as long as somebody is on the other side to accept. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN today to join the revolution. And guys, make sure to check out PricePicks.com. It is really, really fun website and it's really great for betting on your favorite uh, players, their stat projections to go over or under. Make sure to go to PricePicks.com, get signed up today, and make sure to get that 100% deposit bonus by only using the promo code SGP. You're not going to get that 100% deposit bonus without using that promo code SGP. I highly recommend it to all my friends and listeners who have contacted me about this. Go to PricePicks.com and use that promo code SGP. And finally, the SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, Terrell, let's get into our picks for tonight's schedule. Um, I will give you the floor first here. Let's start with your lock and your dog for tonight. Okay. Again, I never have this figured out by the time that we start recording. Um, man, this is a lot of games I like. Uh, ooh, let's go with. Oh, I don't want to lock up the Knicks. I just feel like that's bad juju. Like, I really do like the Knicks, but I think that's bad juju if I lock up the Knicks. Um, I try to stay away from locking the Knicks on here. Okay, so we're we're gonna go with the Hornets money line. I think that the Kings are feel, smelling themselves a little bit. Uh, even with the guys out, the Hornets are getting after it every night. They still have an abundance of talent um, out there. I think that they'll be able to get to the cup and actually even get some three point shots off that uh, Kings team that's shooting a little bit better from three. Uh, nine and two ATS. I can't go against that. So give me the Hornets as money line as my lock. For my dog, super easy, super duper easy. Not even going to question it. Not going to handicap it. Not going. There is no reason that I should be laying six and a half points with the New Orleans Pelicans. I'm taking Detroit Pistons dog plus two hundred money line. That's my dog. They end the streak. They end the losing streak tonight on the road in New Orleans. Let's go. All right, so there is Terrell's lock and dog for tonight. Um, for my lock, 
I am going to go to that first half total in the Kings and Hornets game. Give me the over 118 and a half. Um, God, I, where do I even start with this? We talked about all the how bad these defenses are over the last five to ten games. Um, I think that we'll see a lot, a lot of points being scored, something reminiscent of what we saw between the Orlando Magic and Sacramento Kings the other night, where I think they scored like 135 to 140 points that first half. So I'll, I'm going to lock that up. I'll give you a total for tonight. For my dog, uh, since you didn't want to take them, I'll take the uh, New York Knicks tonight. It's a very small dog, but there's not a lot of options that I do like here tonight as far as dogs. It's only plus 105, but I'll be a little wussy tonight and take the Knicks plus one and a half. Maybe it moves towards two. We get a better number. So maybe wait for that Knicks game. I see it starting to move towards two here. Um, let me see if I see it on another book. Give out a better number. Now. Nah. All right, let's do plus 105 on the Knicks for my dog. Um, baby Terrell, dog. I like it. Yeah, little baby dog. You know, it, it's not much I like. Uh, yeah. You took the one good one. That's okay. I'll, I'll co-sign that as well. Pistons, maybe they end their losing streak tonight. Uh, don't like the Celtics tonight. Uh, probably no cover no the thoughts number. on the Rockets? No thoughts on the Rockets tonight? They're uh, plus 320. Nah. If, if Giannis oh. plays tonight, I think the Rockets get crushed. I think this is where, where the winning streak ends tonight, unfortunately, for the Rockets. I'm not going to lie. If Giannis doesn't play, I might have a play on the Rockets. Yeah, if <laughs> Giannis doesn't, like, I mean, it's I just unreal it. that everybody is missing games against the Rockets and they're just like, all right, we'll just take these yeah. wins and we'll take these wins and we'll take these wins. So, yeah, if Giannis plays, I'm not going to lie. I might go throw a piece of bet on the Rockets just to see. Yeah, he's uh, currently questionable. I'm oh, sorry, probable on the injury report, the latest injury report. So I do expect him to play, especially after the loss that they had against the uh, the uh, the Miami Heat the other night. So, uh, mm-hmm. but definitely keep an eye out for that news if if uh, Giannis does play or not. But like I said, listen as probable for the game tonight. Uh, next order of business. Let's get to Friday parlay. Terrell, what do you got? Let's go. I, I Okay, I cheated. I made another one while you were talking. Right. <laughs> uh, so I got two. I got, I got two that I'm going to give out on the show. And, of course, I'm probably going to throw something in the Slack a little bit later. But, all right. First Friday's parlay, the official. So I'll say, I'll say the second one is a bonus because it's a little more juicier. I'll say the second one is a bonus. This is the official. Official Friday's parlay. Lakers, money line. Knicks, money line. Pistons, plus six. Six and a half. Whatever you get it at. And then the over in the Kings and Hornets game, over 131 and a half. That gives you 10 to 1 odds on the 14 parlay. Lock it up. There you go. So say that one more time. We got Lakers money line. Okay. Knicks money line. Okay. Pistons on the spread plus okay. six and a half. And the over 131 and a half in the Sacramento Kings and Charlotte Hornets game. 231 and a half, you mean? 231 and a half. Yes. Right. Holy shit. <laughs> All right. So that is Terrell's Friday's parlays for mine. I will keep mine simple. Let's go Dallas Mavericks plus the two against the Indiana Pacers. Let's go New York Knicks money line. And let's go the Bucks team total over 118 and a half against the Rockets. That gives you to around plus 631. Sorry, three team parlay there. Dallas plus the two on the spread. Next money line plus 105 and the Bucks team total over 118 and a half against the Rockets tonight. 
that will get you to plus 631. Bonus parlay you have uh, for the people, Terrell. What do you got? Okay. We have a same-game parlay in the Hornets-Kings game. All right. De'Aaron Fox and Miles Bridges to score 30-plus points. Okay. Both to score 30-plus points. That's going to give you 23-to-1 odds. 22-to-1 odds. Okay. Something like that. All right. I love it. I think that is a, I think that is a great play. I'm going to lock that in. So, uh, in a game that we expect to see a lot of points, yeah, you, you you would think that De'Aaron Fox and Miles Bridges are going to be benefactories of that. Yeah. And getting both of them, I mean, individually, De'Aaron Fox is th- plus 330 to get 30 points, and Miles Bridges is plus 480 to get 30 points. Like, I think that's absolutely in the realm possibility for those two. Uh, so, yeah, put that in, right? B- bet that. I would throw some some change at that. I think that's a solid bet. So De'Aaron Fox and Miles Bridges to score 30 plus points each tonight in what we're ex- to one. Yeah, 22 to one. There you go. What we're expecting to be a very, very high scoring game between the Sacramento Kings and the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, and then last question, as usual, to wrap up the show here, Terrell, one game you do not want any part of tonight on this Friday night schedule. Um. Let's see. I think that wow, I kind of like a little. I guess if I had to pick one, it'd be that Celtics Suns game, just because. Okay. I mean, the Celtics sometimes are hell bent on proving me wrong. I really just hate betting Celtics games in general. Yeah. So I would say the Celtics and the Suns, but everything else, I kind of like a little aspect of each of one of those games. So. Actually, one of these games just came off the board. I'm trying to figure out which game it was, but. Maybe it gets reposted by the time we wrap up. Yeah. For me, the one stay away is probably. I think it's Lakers and Thunder for me. That line is really, really fishy to me. I mean, why is it not more than five points? I think you're when we handicapped it, we both like the Thunder plus the points, but Lakers winning outright. But I think that's a game that you're probably betting live, but I'm going to probably stay away from that game completely tonight um, on this Friday night schedule. That is the show. Bonus lock. Bonus lock. Oh, bonus lock. Hawks. Go for it. Hawks minus two. Hawks minus Yeah, it moved from one and a half to minus two here. So there's a bonus lock. From Terrell, minus two on the Atlanta Hawks tonight, taking on the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, total is currently moving on to 228 as well. So a lot of good games tonight, uh, Terrell. We have a couple of duds, but I think we're most excited for the Kings and Hornets, uh, Nets, Hawks for sure. Cavs, Minnesota is going to be a lot of fun as well. And then um, I think you'll probably throw in the Boston and the Phoenix game there tonight as well. So a couple of good games here tonight on this Friday night schedule. That will bring us to the end of the show. A lot of picks today, guys. Uh, threw out some few parlays. Got a bonus lock in there as well for you guys. Um, Terrell, let the people know where they can find you, man. 
at really real underscore underscore on Twitter and Instagram. Find me at sportsgamblingpodcast.com on, you know, college football, college basketball, college basketball experience is ramping. We are rolling. I hit another big dog, Rutgers plus the 12, taking down the number one team in the nation, Purdue. You got to fade these num- these teams that are number one for the first time in program history. One, because college basketball has been out for an extremely long time. You're just now being number one in program history, especially a team like Purdue. There was no way they were getting up for that game. Ron Harper Jr. You're with the buzzer beater from the logo. Oh, man. Nobody wrote with me on that one. It was just me. I was on an island. But you know what? Took it. Cashed it. So let's go with that. Rolling. Uh, bowl season's coming up. The college football invitational is coming up. Going to have a good time over there. Finish college football season strong. We all finished the season over 50% in, in our picks. So, you know, I didn't want to let them down. That my biggest thing was when I was coming in, they brought me onto the college football team. I didn't want to let them down and fall under 50%. I was well over 50% of all my games. So we're looking forward to it. Let's take some of that mojo and transfer it over to college basketball. There we go. Uh, college football, college basketball. Check out the guys on the college experience with Terrell, Kobe, Nick, Patty Seas. Those guys are absolutely crushing it. Make sure. Sh- Sure to head over to the website and check out all the stuff that's happening on the website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. All, all the sports are covered, soccer, NBA. Uh, me and Malcolm did an MLB offseason episode last night. So if you're a baseball fan, go check that out. We covered the American League um, and all the all the transactions and all the trades and signings that have happened uh, in the American League so far. We'll do National League next week. Um, Ooh, I will, <laughs> we'll be back tonight. Uh, with myself and Will with the NBA props after this show. And then also I will be doing the NFL props for NFL week 14. Make sure to download the app, head over to your Google play store and the app store, get in there and download the SGP app, leave a rating and review for this pod guys. Uh, definitely appreciate it. Uh, till then we will be back Monday morning. Good luck with your bets today and over the weekend. Let's break the books off and let it ride. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going.